cliffcentral.com. Okay, so Anthea, first of all, how are you? I'm very well, thanks. How was your holiday? Fresh, relaxed. Mm. Mm-hmm. I stayed here. Um, didn't do very much. Kind of just caught up with myself, really, which is what I needed to do. Same here, and it was yeah. great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Ah. Oh, it was hot. The weather. Sure. I did some exercise. Mm. Hurt myself. The usual. How, how did you hurt Ooh. yourself? Oh, uh, no, swim, swim training. Um, just rotator cuff nonsense. Ah. It's the usual. Like nothing. No surprise. Ah. And that was my that was my holiday. Had some nice. friends round. Went round to friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did the same thing <laughs> Pretty much yeah. Yeah. But how nice was it? You know It's such a weird thing Like I, I It's the first year That I haven't gone anywhere At all And I thought I was quite apprehensive about it Before Christmas But it was fantastic Like I woke up in my own bed Every single day and I woke up when I wanted to in my That's own rather bed, dull. Which was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you didn't. Ooh, girl. Um, but it, it's nice. Like you get to um, you get to really see what kind of a routine you would like going forward, mm. and you get to plan stuff for the new year without putting pressure on yourself. It doesn't feel like it's pressure when you're at home. You know, no one wants to think about that stuff when you're actually away. And and you're really kind of. You, you give yourself space to think as well, right? Uh-huh. So you, you give yourself a bit of, without the pressure of like, oh, I have to do this. What's going to happen? Oh, it's so nice. And I could read research reports in my own leisurely <laughs> time. Well, there, that's where Talk we branch dull. off. Okay. Right. Talk along. about dolls. I can actually <laughs> see <laughs> Anthea curled up on the yeah. couch enjoying that. That's your moment of bliss. That's, yeah, that, that's where we branch off and we're doing different things. All right. So here it is. The Money Shot with Anthea Gardner. Brand new decade, a brand new year. And we're going to start off with a little market performance review. We'll look at the best and the worst performing stocks on the uh, JSE. We'll look at what is coming up in the next few months and some company-specific news too. Right. She works hard for her money. Here's Anthea. So what's up? Don't oh, worry, I'm just playing you were playing song. my song. I am playing your song. <laughs> you, we always play your song. I've just, I've just killed it now. <laughs> you take off the headphones. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, goodness. Clearly, holiday brainstorm. Yeah, we're Moving getting along. into right. it. So, where were we? Um, last year, the All Share Index finished 8.2% up, which is a little bit short of the 15% that the MSCI Emerging Markets Index did. So, not the best performing stock market in emerging markets. The currency was about 2% stronger for the year. Definitely one of the best performing emerging market currencies. I mean, unbelievable stuff. The Was it last week? No. Where am I? Kind of still time <laughs> trying to figure out my timeline here. Um, at the beginning of last week, before the Iran attack, the Rand dollar exchange rate was 13.94, hmm. which is like unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. So I've got some friends overseas, and I sort of said to them, "You need to spend a bit more because the rand's really strong." Yeah. <laughs> hint, hint, gifts. <laughs> um, and then, of course, we had the Iran attack on Friday, and the rand wasn't now an Iran gone. attack. It was an ar- attack on an Iranian in Iraq. My apologies. Yeah. I'm, I'm just taking oh, shortcuts here. No, I know, but it sounds like America's attacked Iran, and that's why people are going, oh, World War Three. I'm not spreading panic this year, so we're going to get everything <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. That one. Before that attack. <laughs> uh, an attack on a terrorist Iranian in Iraq. Let's be very particular about that. Okay. And what were the re, uh, the responses from the market? The emerging market cur- – it, it really became a risk-off. Emerging market currencies – just plummeted. Our rand went to fourteen twenty four against the U.S. dollar from from below 
13. And commensurate um, then, obviously, gold went up. Gold and oil spiked. Right. Oil is now over $70 a barrel <gasps> from... We've been here before. Let's again, no panic. We have been here before, but we don't like it, right? Because as South African consumers, we're a little bit uh, short on free cash flow at the moment. And a higher oil price does mean a higher petrol price. And a weaker rand combined means even higher oil price because we import our oil or petrol. So there you go. So it's not great for us. Um, So... The indices last year, the, the kind of worst performers were the financial shares. They were down 4%. Um, the industrials were up 9%, which was great. And then the resource index was up 20%. I mean, that's going to point to the top 10 performers, right? The top 10 performers on the JSE last year, Impala Platinum was up 291%. Wow, nice for them. How did that so kind of happen? Is this just because platinum prices were good, or is it because the mining sector in general is finding new ways to realign its business, to figure out more cost-effective strategies. I mean, mining is improving in increments. So so I'll answer that by giving you the rest of the top 10. How's okay, that? All right. So Gold, up 258%. Mm. Northern Platinum, 186%. Anglo-American Platinum, 143%. Wow. DRD Gold, 140%. Harmony Gold, 103%. Royal Buffer Platinum, up 99%. Goldfields, yeah. up 94%. Anglo Gold Ashanti, up 74%. And then Lowly Little Car Track, up 69%. But... The top nine all were all platinum mining. And gold. Platinum and gold, yes. And so absolutely that was a rally on the platinum shares and these companies also produce palladium. And if you look at the chart of palladium and I can't I can't remember the numbers off the top of my head, but if you look at the chart of palladium spot over the last ten years compared to the other um metals, you'll see that palladium has far outstripped or outperformed any of the metals, although all of them are fairly much higher. I've got a, I've got about five grams of palladium. What should we do with it, Anthea? Sell it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I wasn't sure about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. like my... Five grams is not a lot, Anthea. We're not going to no. have to retire on that. So I think it's trading, what's it now, about 1,000... Let's say it's trading over a thousand dollars an ounce, so you can go and figure out what that's worth to you. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So it's been a really great year, and I think the question everyone's asking now is pretty much what you're saying. If I have these shares in my portfolio, what must I do with them? Must I take profits? My view is the rally's not over. I think there's still a bit to go. So so, and people say to me, "For how long must I hold it?" Well, I don't know. Let's watch the market carefully, but. If you're predicting out into the future, and I would say you're probably predicting, it's easy to predict, I'd say, three to six months, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing much changes um, over three to six months. I can't tell you what's going to happen in a year. I think three to six months, those shares are still going to be steady, if not consistently higher, um, especially your gold shares with hashtag World War Three. Oh, wow. <laughs> Paranoia. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hold on to them for a bit longer. And then the worst performing shares, uh, the quantums weren't as big as the best performing shares, thank goodness. But again, you'll see a trend here. MassMart down 50%, NAMPAC down 51 Steinoff down 51 as if it could fall any further. Blue Label Telecom down 52%, Break down 54 PPC down 58 EOH Holdings down 59 Ascendus Healthcare down 63 ArcelorMittal down 50 
65 and into properties, which is mostly a uh, property company that has mostly UK and European exposure down 70%. So 70% down compared to the Impala Platinum, which was up 291%. is great. And, and the, the, the trend in the shares that didn't perform were in fact, and, and I mean, I think some of them not so obvious. These were shares that were highly leveraged with balance sheets that had so much debt on it that it actually couldn't withstand any kind of shake in the economy or shake in their revenue. Um, you, you know, and, and things were difficult. So PPC, EOH, well, theirs was very company specific. I mean, um, all sorts of things going on there. Mm-hmm. And, the, and these are companies we've spoken about regularly because they hit yeah. the news, right? Yeah, so you recognize the names. So in other words, this isn't coming out of nowhere. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm surprised, like, the, the one company that kind of has held itself quite well is MTN through last year. They had so much drama. In fact, they finished the year off with drama um, because the U.S. alleged – that they had vi- violated the U.S. Anti-Terrorism Act by paying protection money to Al Qaeda and the Taliban in for, Pakistan for being able to operate in in Pakistan in those, ter- in those areas. Yeah. So of course the U.S. is seeking damages for military members and civilians killed or wounded in Afghanistan. Sorry, not Pakistan, Afghanistan. What's wrong with me? Um, and then of course MTN are going to try and fight it. And and they've just had a change of chairman. Um, Tuman Schleker was replaced by somebody's going to have to Google that for me. So somebody well known, and I, his name escapes me right now. So you can see I'm just like talking off the. I'm like on the Googler here. <laughs> Thank you, Sia. MTN chairperson is. Yes, that's it. Yes, somebody well known. Yeah, there we go. Well, this is in May of yeah. Oh, that was the announcement, but it only the, the change only it was effective at the end of last on, year. Uh, from the 15th of December. Yes. Sure, look yeah. at you, Sia. Just our, our, he's our, our live in mm-hmm. encyclopedia. Okay, Research you know, of note. Well, also Dr. Khotso Mukele, you know, of course, you know who that is. Um, he will assume the responsibilities of lead independent director. Um, it goes without saying. Well, you guys knew that, say, right? It goes without saying. As my dad would say, oh, did you Google it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. I mean, so, so just despite quick, all of that news, MTN not doing too badly? No, it's not doing great, I'm afraid. I mean, we were looking for a share price of between 105 and 110 rand. Last time I checked, it was trading at 84 rand. Okay, maybe time but to get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, we were kind of like, oh, we're going to buy what it's really cheap. And, well, now it's cheaper. <laughs> But, but you're not cheap, rushing to buy, are you? Cheap today, cheaper than yesterday. <laughs> see, I, I just yeah. don't see what the the runway is for these guys. That's unfortunately. Um, and and the same goes for Vodacom and for Celsi and Telcom and for Telcom. I don't see the runway. I mean, they obviously are the providers of something which we've become. Uh, it's become a, 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 a part of of everything that we do. The internet. They, these guys are service providers, and it's essential, right? It's essential. Right, but the prices right. are being driven down. Right, and there are international people entering the market. They are not in charge of the content. They never have been. So they're just a pipeline. And how much are you willing to pay for the pipe that brings the water to your house? You don't even think about the pipe. You pay for the water. 
So we'll see where, how this goes. So with MTN, I guess the excitement last year was the new CEO, Rob Shooter, right? And that we knew he was a banking guy and that he was bringing in all his banking cronies right. and that potentially he could tend to turn it around and they've got this great footprint across Africa, blah, 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 blah. You know the story, right? right? I mean, this reminds me of Africanacity or Standard Bank or <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll see what happens. And so then just very quickly to recap, I don't have the final hashtag in Invest numbers. Well, I do on my spreadsheet, but I'm not allowed to say them until they are um, confirmed by a third-party provider. But considering that the JC was up 8%, our hashtag invest portfolios did okay. Our conservative and our growth and income portfolios, the two were up above 7% last time I checked, which was November. So hopefully they'll be up more in December. Um, the growth was up 8 and the aggressive growth was up 12 So very much... In line with performance, thank you, Sia. <laughs> and very much risk adjusted, so we're not taking too much risk. These portfolios haven't been jumping around through the year. They'll be, they've been nice and consistent, um, which is what you want. You, you know, mm-hmm. if you're going, if you're going to outperform the index by tens of percentages, then the, the point is that you're taking additional risk. Okay. And then going forward, I think what's on everyone's mind, hashtag World War Three. not that we want to <laughs> be, um, what was, we don't want to be scare, scaremongers. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that is a real big concern for the markets at the moment. We don't know where we're going and especially emerging markets with this risk of sentiment, like no investors going to be investing in risky assets. They're going to run to oil and to gold um, and Fixed income sort of bonds, U.S. government bonds uh, are probably the considered the most or the less least risk least well, risky. You, you make up your mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! It's going to be a long 2020. Yeah. It is right. <laughs> Anthea is uh, starting the year not not entirely sure whether she's giving us advice to buy or sell, which is scary. <laughs> oh right. dear! It's not a good place to be. Um, and then we've got the budget coming up as well, which I think is going to be South Africa's big story. I don't know how they would have turned this budget around. I, I can't see anything that shows me that government would have turned the budget around. And if they haven't turned it around, there is no doubt in my mind that Moody's is go- going to downgrade us. Hmm. Um, and so, of course, we'll see a bit of a sell-off. We're, you know, South African bonds are already trading at junk status. So we'll see this knee-jerk reaction where the bonds get sold off, equities get sold off, nobody knows what's going on, interest rates spike a little, and then it all normalizes. That's my feeling on this. Hmm. So all this kind of scaremongering about the do, the, the kind of, you know, but we, we right. get, we fall out of the world government words, bond index. Don't panic, don't panic. There Run! <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> it's that kind of day, is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then two big news stories overseas. Travis Kalanick, who's the mm. co-founder of Uber, has severed all ties with the company, sold all his shares, and taken home his $3 billion worth Good of for cash. him. Now, can you imagine $3 billion mm. of cash? We talk about people who are billionaires, right? They don't have that money in cash. Mm-hmm. This guy actually has that money in cash. He's converted his paper profits to mm. real money. And also, he's so sick of uh, being the, the devil. Every time anything bad happens with Uber, he used to get the blame. I mean, there was a lot of controversy with the, the last year and a half of mm. how it's been managed and what's been going on there. But this guy invented 
a service which I used 20 times over the holidays. God bless you, Travis Kalanick. God bless you. You are entitled to your three Ooh, billion dollars. Retire in peace. Do whatever you want with it. Underpaid. Okay, so do you want to know Underpaid. what he's going to do? Tell me. <laughs> he's going to start creating ghost kitchens or dark kitchens, they call them. You know, for delivery, like Uber Eats and um, okay. Takeaway.com. Right. And yeah, so he's so they have dark kitchens. They call them dark kitchens. Sounds. I don't like that term. Like a, yeah, it's uh, not. Yeah. A, that's not very appetizing. Where are you going to order supper from, Mum? <laughs> Dark, dark kitchen. <laughs> well, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> so food so, on demand. Yes. Cooked meals on yes, demand. But, more, more but like. given like recipes, like so. Think about these change th- chains. Think about restaurant chains. Think about Spur. Mm-hmm. They the, all their sauces get made in one place, and all they do is deliver the sauce to the restaurant. The griller puts the meat on the grill, pours the sauce over it. Sorry, Sia, because I know you're vegetarian. And and it's the same in every single restaurant, uh-huh. right? So that's what he's going to do for the delivery services business. So at the moment, um, wow. in South Africa especially, if you order a, a takeaway, a delivery takeaway, the driver will drive to the restaurant, collect the food, and drive it to your house. And if you order from three places, by the time he gets to you, the third one is cold. And so what they do with these dark kitchens is they put them all to be- together, big Warehouse in a big warehouse, and they make your recipe of your food, mm. and they offer very specific. Right? Okay, so you could have a spur burger from a dark kitchen. You could have a pad thai simply Asia from a dark kitchen from the same Beautiful. dark kitchen. Oh wow! Love I love Ooh. it. So in other words, you can go to ten restaurants in one night, and it it'll all arrive on time at the same place. In the s- and it'll be probably be cheaper because they'll be able to standardize it across. Hopefully, all yes, of them. that's the other. Thing. So this is obviously it's bad news good. for all the existing chains because they will either have to license that stuff. That's exactly right. So they will indeed they'll, they'll have to license out. it because he can't. You know, he can't copy a spur sure. sauce or simply Asia. Um, mm. Noodle dish He has to get the okay. recipe from them And he potentially even maybe has to bring in One of their chefs or one so of then, their grillers or So then technically no one has to lose from this It's another win-win Oh it's an absolute win yeah. It's a great thing The customer so, 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 wins, the suppliers he's, win He's bloody clever hey? yeah, he's bloody clever. <laughs> and yeah. underpaid Only 3 billion And he you gave us Uber yeah, I should get more Underpaid I agree and then the last news story is Carlos Ghosn, who's the ex-CEO of Nissan. I mean, I'd like to say Carlos Ghosn, actually, because yeah. oh, he, you get it? He <laughs> ran, he, he fled Japan. Why did he flee? Are they after him? Yes. So the U.S. Japanese, um, law system, lawmakers, or whatever you want to call them, um, have got him up for charges of, um, under reporting his earnings, mm. so he got paid a lot more than he said he had got paid, and misuse of the company assets. So has he just gone dark? We can't find him? No, he's um, in Lebanon, he says. In fact, this is what he said. I am now in Lebanon and will no longer be held hostage by a rigged, rigged Japanese justice system. Wow. Where guilt is presumed... Discrimination is rampant and basic human rights are denied. Well, you've chosen a shitty time to be in the Middle East, my friend. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so so I I think the big story is how he got out because he had previously been arrested and there was, he was under, uh, well, out on bail, I guess. And you know, then you're not allowed to escape. So, so there's a great picture on the day he fled. I think it was last Tuesday of him walking out of his house. 
And that's the last he was seen. <laughs> Nobody oh, knows where he went from there. Okay. Yeah, apparently he got a private jet out. What an exciting story. Cliffcentral.com